now time for the rural news with Monique Steele. Kia ora, Monique, and Americans are hungry for New Zealand beef. Tēnāko, Charlotte. Yes, they are. That's largely because years of dry conditions have led the United States to slash its own cattle herd to its lowest level in decades. So it's importing more beef from countries like Canada, Australia and New Zealand to feed demand. Meat Industry Association Chief Executive Surma Karapiva has just returned from the US where she met with industry counterparts and customers to see what's happening in the market. She says the signs of positive for New Zealand exporters. Essentially, if we're looking at a trade perspective, they are still struggling with the fallout of of the droughts that they have been experiencing. So the message that I got was that they are still reducing their cattle herd, which means that their domestic production is at a low. And it's forecasted to remain low for the next 18 months or so. So, you know, not great for their own producers, but potentially really positive for exporters like New Zealand that can supply quality beef product into the US market. Ms Karapiva says demand for beef remains steady. However, consumers are changing their habits. As with everywhere uh, around the world, consumers are a little bit are being a little bit more cautious of their spending, and so they are looking for slightly cheaper cuts and slightly more, I guess, frugal consumption patterns. In the US, though, I think what is happening is that people are still going out and enjoying themselves, but they're simply just downgrading to a slightly cheaper option. So, for example. You know, the foot traffic in some of the high-end restaurants has probably dropped off, but that that is not the case for the fast food or the quick service type restaurants such as burger chains and the likes. That's Suma Karapiva. Creating more efficient farm animals and reducing consumption of red meat and dairy are all part of a new roadmap to reduce emissions from agriculture. At the Global Climate Summit COP28 this week, the UN's Food and Agriculture Organisation released a roadmap on how to feed a growing world in the coming decades without increasing greenhouse gas emissions. The goals for agri-food systems are to reduce their methane emissions by 25% by 2030, to achieve carbon neutrality by 2035 and to transform them into carbon sinks where more carbon is absorbed than released by 2050. It says to get there, improvements need to be made in animal genetics, feed practices, crop breeding and there needs to be a shift to a more integrated production system based on low carbon models. It also says there needs to be a change in eating habits with the move away from red meat and dairy to reduce emissions. The next three years will be spent fine-tuning the ambitious plan. New Zealand Police is pleased with the uptake of an app being used to report crime in rural areas. A recent survey from Federated Farmers shows two-thirds of a thousand farmers surveyed had experienced crime in the last year. Police released a rural crime reporting app called Rural Lookout last year and has been trialling it across North Canterbury. National Manager of Rural Policing, Inspector Dave Martin, says there's been lots of interest in the app, with 460 60 reports of crime locally since May. That was you know, quite surprising to see that people were keen to use the app and the opportunity to have it um, was, was uh, seen as, as uh, positive and, and uh, 
community was enthusiastic. Mr Martin says rural areas can be targets for criminals and he urged people to report any suspicious activity they see. He says reporting helps direct police resources to where they're needed. The trial has been conducted in North Canterbury and it is to see whether it's a viable tool for rural communities in the future. It does really good, but it is a finite trial. It will conclude. When it does, we will obviously study the feedback and results and see if it could be a, a useful tool for our rural community and for police. There's a fair bit in it, which, which we would say at this early stage um, looks quite positive. Dave Martin says police coverage in remote areas is a challenge and crime prevention, like locking cars and homes, is key. A gold standard in soil testing has been created thanks to a new partnership between Ravensdown, Ag Research and Naitahu Farming. The trio carried out a study assessing the soil at Naitahu Farming sites in Canterbury against a new suite of metrics. Ravensdown Chief Scientist Dr Ants Roberts explains how the comprehensive test differs from typical soil tests that take place on farm. The normal soil fertility tests are part of it. We measure aspects of the organic matter properties, things like total nitrogen, carbon, which are standard measures through laboratories, etc. Carbon to nitrogen ratios, sort of hot water carbon, which is the most assimilable carbon in the soil, the organic matter which the bugs can eat into, which they use as food source. We look at some of the soil physical properties, bulk density, macroporosity, how much water the soil can hold, and then there's the biological indicators as well, things like microbial respiration, earthworm abundance, and also a bit of a pest and disease risk assessment. So there's nothing new in the tests, it's just putting them together collectively and most importantly, trying to have some interpretive criteria so that they're meaningful. Dr Ants Roberts says they now want to make the suite of soil tests more user-friendly so they can be used on other farms. And lastly, wool prices plateaued last month after several price lifts in October, but the average price still sits 23% higher than the five-year average. Since the start of November, the New Zealand coarse fleece average auction price has dropped 16 cents to $3.27 a kilogram clean. AgriHQ senior analyst Mal Crowd says China still remains the main buyer, taking just over 30% of New Zealand's exports. The good style fleeces are still meeting good demand, but more recently there's just been a few holes appearing for the average fleece types. The fine wool season is basically wrapping up uh, and prices have been on par, if not a little stronger than last year. Clearance rates have also been up in the 90% range, uh, which is promising. Uh, And reports do suggest that a large contributor to this have been an increase in the interest from Australian buyers um, recently. That's Mel Crowd, and that's the rural news for today. Kia pai tora.